welcome to What's the Word? We're excited to have you on with us today. Thank you for being here. As you're hopping on, go ahead and comment, tell us who is on. We want to know who we're talking to, who's on live with us. If you're watching in the replay, thank you for being here with us. We love you very, very much. And happy Thursday. You know how Pastor says after memes with Marky, he has to like emotionally prepare himself to go into the word? Yeah. I've needed to like center myself this whole time of, wow, five foot squirrel, mm. digestion things. Now the word, let's go. I think, I think it's an easy transition. Do you? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to What's the Word, guys. We have an awesome word for you oh, today. Oh, my word. <laughs> today we're talking about stinking thinking. You sound like Mr. Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to What's the Word today. What are you doing? That's what Mr. Rogers does at the beginning of like every episode. He takes off his shoes, puts on his slippers, <laughs> takes off his jacket, puts on his sweater. I have not watched Mr. Rogers in quite some time, so the fact that you were just taking your shoes off, I'm like, <laughs> Welcome to What's the Word. We're taking off our shoes. We're getting comfortable, guys. Ooh. It's a family atmosphere. Joni's on. She says hi. Pastor Nicole is on. She says that she's watching from Baden. We saw Pastor Brian on earlier. <laughs> Pastor Brian will be back. He should be back tomorrow. So thank you for being on with us. You'll get to hear from him tomorrow. But today, as Buddy said right before we transition, we're going to be talking about the last couple days mm -hmm. of stinking thinking. Pastor is laughing um, at your shoes. And Johnny says Buddy's concentrating so hard I behind the camera. All of a sudden, like squirrels, they are gathered, our production crew is gathered around a pint of ice cream, <laughs> scooping it out. Did you, <laughs> did you mix the peanut butter in with it? No? Nope. <laughs> Abby tells, is telling us to keep going as they are hovering over the pint of ice cream. This is going to be such a good day. <laughs> Pastor Nicole says, LOL, I love y'all. We love you. But, but the last couple of days, we've been talking about stinking thinking. We've mm -hmm. gone through lottery mentality, arrival mentality, and drive through mentality. Mm -hmm. And, you know, for me, I was talking to Pastor about this yesterday. Yeah. I have enjoyed hearing it again because this was one of the first series I ever heard Pastor preach. I think it was the first series I ever heard him preach. Mm -hmm. And I remember then, I had no toes left by the time the whole thing was done. Like, I don't even think I had feet left. It was like just nubs down there that yeah. used to be feet. And because, so, because the series was stepping on your toes. Yeah. Yeah, that's important context to have. They didn't mm -hmm. just eradicate over time. It, 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 was, it was a metaphor. <laughs> it was a metaphor. Did you just to clarify it? for anyone that's not from the South that's watching, it's like, I don't understand. It's a metaphor. Go. <laughs> I, I feel like I have to clarify because there's a lot of very interesting, you know, southern terminologies and stuff. But uh, honestly, though, like these these last few days, like yeah. here's here's what what I like about this series is 99% of people don't actually know if they have if they're thinking wrong, sure. you know, or if they have stinking thinking or a, like a bad thought process or bad mentalities. Um, which is why we need to hear stuff like this. Because whenever, whenever our toes get stepped on or whenever we hear these teachings, what it does is it actually exposes like this whole world of, wow, I've been thinking the wrong way. And it, and it helps us to actually retrain our brain and yeah. retrain our thinking. You know, uh, the Bible says, um, I believe it's in Hebrews, you know, the word of God is, is alive and active, sharper than any two-edged sword. Yeah. And it's able to divide uh, joint and marrow, but soul and spirit. So it divides... When it brings that division, it's dividing what I've thought yeah. versus what what the word says or what the holy what my spirit is saying. So like now now that that's basically what this yeah. series is doing. It's it's causing a division, you know, and it's it's bringing out this is actually biblical. This is word. This is this is spiritual, and this is actually just a bad mentality. Yeah. And it, when it brings that division, now we have to make the decision, you know, and it becomes easier to make the decision once we actually recognize it. But now it's time to make a decision. Am I going to continue to think this way or am I going to choose to operate in a spiritual way or, or dwell on these things? Because, you know, if you think about it, the mindset on the flesh is death, according to Romans, but, mm -hmm. but the mindset on the spirit is life and peace. So as we're like bringing this division you know, as pastors have been bringing that division, it really helps us to be able to make the proper thinking choices. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And as you are hopping on right now, 
Tell us which mentality um, that pastor's gone through, the lottery mentality, the arrival mentality, the drive-through mentality. Tell us which one has stuck out the most to you. Yeah. Like I know for me, the first time we went through this, I was, I was talking to pastor yesterday. Anytime we get to arrival mentality, yeah. I just, in my brain, automatically, I'm like, ah, it's the Barrett one. <laughs> I know this one so well. Because for me, that was, it was Rama to me when Pastor first taught on this. It was, I had no idea, no idea that the way that I was thinking was fleshly. Yeah. I just thought it was like wired in mm, me. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. my brain is automatically set up to have checkpoints and what a good thing. And mm. I didn't realize that what I was doing was limiting God in that yeah. way. So for me, anytime we get to all of these, but that one in particular, it's kind of a, a check of, okay, where am I at with this? Yeah. Yeah. And, and for those of you just kind of as a, to remind you, yeah. Um, lottery mentality, which is the one we talked about on Monday. Lottery mentality, it's always looking for that. I'm, I'm just reading this from here. Always looking for that one magical lucky moment when everything changes. And I think, honestly, that was the one that really was exposing a lot for me. Yeah. Um, it's, it's that, you know, well, maybe this time when the preacher preaches for me or prays <laughs> over me, um, something will happen. You know, yeah. maybe, maybe in this service... Oh, this this minister's coming. Maybe now I'll get healed. That that right. maybe one day, you know, it'll happen. Rather than no, it's now. Yeah, you know what I mean. So that that was lottery mentality. Arrival mentality is one day I'm going to arrive. I'll get there, or just be, you know, that 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 thought process, or that thought process of I have arrived. I'm here. I don't need to grow anymore. I've yeah. made it. Um, Drive-through mentality. It's that. It, it's kind of that. I want it my way, I want it now. If mm -hmm. it doesn't happen my way, then it's going to happen my way. Yeah. You know? And so those, that was a very brief rundown of what those mentalities are. But I just want to give you guys a, a remembrance. Joni said drive-through, which is the one we went over yesterday. That's been the one that really uh, tickled her toes or stepped on her toes. Tickled her toes. I stepped on her toes. Yeah. Um, but uh, Pastor's <laughs> laughing. The Barrett one. Yeah. But, um, well, yeah. so real quick, before we go any further, you know, I was actually talking to Pastor about this <laughs> yesterday um, after the broadcast. He was able to call me and we just chatted for a couple minutes. And something that stuck out to me yesterday that I think we're going to be talking about more as we go through the series, but. You know, this is one of these series that you can hear it and it's, okay, yes, I have, I've had this or I've yeah. thought this way and I can fix my thinking. Yeah. But when we get down to it, hey, Holly, we love you. When we get down to it, our why has to be right. Yeah. And, and here's kind of the why before we get there. You know, if, if we just are told to do something. It's kind of like when your parents tell you to, or like, would tell you to clean your room yeah. or something. And it's, but mom, I don't want to clean my room, but you go and do it. Your heart isn't necessarily correct in it, even though you're obedient. You know, Kenneth Hagin had a quote, well, Kenneth Hagin, the Lord talked to him about something. He was being obedient for a long period of time. And he's like, well, Lord, why am I not seeing, you know, the blessing of God in my life in this way? And what God was telling him was, You've been obedient, but you've got to be willing and obedient to eat the fruit of the land. Yeah. And so for me, I heard this series back in 2013. So it's been almost eight years since I've heard it. And I know that there have been lots of things that we've gone through that I've, you know, I've tried to fix and I've, I've purposed myself to grow in, but I can look back and, and look at times even recently where my why has been off mm -hmm. and I've been doing something or I've been thinking a way to be obedient, yeah. but it hasn't gotten down in my heart. And this is, you know, this entire series, series we're going to be in. This is one of those life changing series that can open up realms of God that yeah. have never been available to us before due to our thinking. Mm -hmm. But if we, if we just do it to check a box or, well, yeah. this is what I'm supposed to be doing as a Christian, mm -hmm. then our heart's not really attached to it. And so if our why isn't right, our thoughts, even if we change the thought, the root's still going to be there somewhere. Yeah. Amen. Amen. So the verse I want to go to, put it in the comments. I'm letting God change my heart today. Mm. And just make that yours. God is changing my heart today. Today. Yeah. Today. We're going to go to Revelation chapter 2. 
And this, you know, in Impact, we're actually studying Revelation. Um, this key comes from a reset series that Pastor did a while ago. And it's, it's Jesus. He's writing a letter to the church in Ephesus and he's talking and he says, I know your deeds. I know your toil and your perseverance and that you cannot tolerate evil men. And you put to test those who call themselves apostles and they are not. And you found them to be false and you have perseverance and you have endured for my name's sake and, uh, and have not grown weary, but I have this against you. Here's all the stuff you're doing good, but this is, this part's off. And here's why I'm bringing it up. You know, we're going to have, what, three weeks easy of these topics to go through. So even if we fix our thinking, mm -hmm. if our heart's off, then what we can do is we can be doing all these things. We can be thinking the way that the church in Ephesus was, doing good stuff, mm -hmm. making great big, you know, strides for God and advancing the kingdom and all this stuff. But it says that he has this against them. And it says, you have left your first love. And in context, what he's saying is you have been doing the right things, mm -hmm. but your why hasn't been me. You've been doing, mm -hmm. but you haven't been abiding. You've been doing, but your heart hasn't been given to me in that way. You haven't, you're not with me in that way. And he's saying that you have to repent from where you've fallen and return mm -hmm. God's saying you have to do these in order for everything to work right, in order for all of these mentalities to like be removed and for you to step into, for us to step into freedom, that why has to be because I love God. God, yeah. I'm going to let you talk to me because I love you. Yeah. It reminds me of something that I heard Keith Moore. Um, I was listening to him the other day and he was talking about repentance, you know, right there. He says, repent. Yeah. And um, one of the things Keith Moore said was, he said, a lot of people think that repentance is changing your mind. Mm -hmm. He said, that's part of it, but that's not the whole thing. He said, repentance is actually a change of heart yeah. that results in a change of mind and a change of deed. Yeah. So it results in, so when I change my heart, when I choose to change where my heart is, then that'll begin to change my thinking and that'll begin to change what I'm producing. Yeah. That's essentially what he said. That's what repentance is. It's not just, oh, I changed my mind. You know, I won't do that again. But it's, no, my heart's changed. Yeah. And that results in a change of mind. It reminds me of, uh, what is it, Romans 12, 2, um, mm -hmm. where it says, you know, um, don't conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Right. I like the New, new Living. It says, um, don't conform to the patterns and customs of this world. See, and that's what a lot of these mentalities are. Right. You know, we're just thinking the way that the world kind of trains us to think. You know, the way that we've been taught to think. You know, we've been taught to think, uh, oh, well, you know, God works in mysterious ways. That kind of lo lottery mentality. Yeah. You know, maybe one day it'll just happen. Maybe it won't. You know, that's lottery mentality. Um, you know, we've been trained by the world to think this way, but uh, the New Living says, don't conform to the patterns and customs of the world, but... But it says, but let God transform you yeah. by changing the way you think. And how do you change the way you think? By changing your heart. Right. Where's my heart? What's my why? Which is what you're talking about. Whenever I change that, then it becomes easy. Yeah. You know, then it becomes easy to think the way that, that way. You know, commit your works that your thoughts might be established. You know, yeah. as you begin to, uh, you know, it might, not, it might not just come naturally to you because our flesh tries to fight that. Um, but when we commit to the word, when we commit to the anointing, when we commit to just, God, I want to love you no matter what, that begins to change our thoughts and it changes our actions because we chose in our heart. I'm going to yeah. make a change. Yeah. And, you know, truly with all of these mentalities, when you trace them back, it, and that's something I, I try to do often <laughs> is I'll try and think, why am I feeling this way? Why am I doing this thing? Yeah. And with all of these mentalities, if you trace them back to the why we're thinking this way, like with me, with a rival mentality, the reason I was thinking, you know, I need to arrive in this or I've got to do this is it was out of fear. It was a fear of I'm not going to be good enough for God if I'm not, you know, if I haven't arrived in this or he's going to be displeased with me or different things of that nature. Why, why did that exist? because my love for God was off. I trusted more in my failure than I did in his love for me. And so my why wasn't, I want to please God. It was, I'm scared that God's not going to be happy with me. Yeah. And if you go truly to the root of each of these, the root is not in love. It's in 
worldly fear, pride, all that, all that garbage that isn't our portion. You know, you have a portion and that his name is Jesus. Your portion, your inheritance is Jesus. That's who you have inherited. And it tells us in the word that we share the mind of Christ. You know, we can tap into that. And so Jesus, he was able to live without, you know, falling into these temptations to think this way. So can you, but we've got to have that love right first. Yeah, because everything we do has to be done in love. I yeah. think it's, a, is it Ephesians 2 or 3 or 1, one of those chapters, um, says that we need to be rooted and established in yeah. love. Paul was saying, I pray that you being rooted and established in love may be able to comprehend what is the depth and width and height and length of his love for you. So, like, um, what are the riches of his love for you? Mm-hmm. So, like, so what we need to do is being rooted in love, and what is love? God is love, right? Right. Uh, according to John, um, you know, God is love, and when we're rooted in that love, that's when you know where you see Romans twelve two. God begins to change the way you think because yeah. I'm rooted in Him. I can't be in His presence, and my mentality stays the same. Right. Put that in the comments. I cannot be in the presence of God, and my mentality stays the same. When we're in the presence of God, our, our thinking changes. Yeah. You know, when, when, we are, when we put on love and root ourselves in love, our thinking changes. It right. can't not change. Right. You know, because we're in his presence. We're in the word. And what does the word do? It divides the way we've been thinking to what God actually says. And, and we have to make the choice. And if we have the Holy Spirit in us, the Holy Spirit is going to draw us to make the right choice. You know, right. God's saying, I... But I put before you life and death. Choose life. Right. You know, so 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 that's one one of the things why one of the reasons why I'm I I, I actually when my toes get stepped on, like you've seen you've seen mm-hmm. it, I just get this big smile on my face. Like it's my flesh hates it, but I get a big smile on my face. That's usually my flesh saying I'm uncomfortable, but at the same time, my spirit's smiling yeah. because it's like I'm growing. Yeah. It's all of a sudden this this deep hidden thing. You know, that, you know, where the Bible talks about in James chapter one, you know, the testing of your faith produces for yeah. experience, like consider pure joy when you face trials of many kinds, because the testing, the word testing is like when they would test the silver, right? Mm-hmm. They would, they would boil the silver and then the impurities would rise to the top. And then they, now they have the, cho- now they have the ability to sift those impurities off. So like, right. as we're talking about this and as our toes are getting stepped on, what's happening is those impurities are rising to the top. And now it's like, praise God. I didn't know that was there, but now I can see it. Yeah. Now I can remove it. And now I'm going higher. Yeah. Praise God. I'm going higher. And, and that's what, he, but, but obviously we need to have that heart of humility where it goes back to, you know, what's your why? Yeah. It's because I love God. And if I love God, having these impurities rise to the top, making my flesh feel uncomfortable, it, and I, I can actually consider that joy because I know I'm just going up. Yeah. Well, and with this, you know, a few years ago, we have a, we have a, at the church, a leadership team called the ELT. And we did a, a a meeting called the advance. We were away. It was those of us who were on the team and pastor asked the question, why, why do we do what we do? Mm -hmm. Um, and everybody in the room was giving their answers and Deb actually gave like a beautiful answer. Like it was, she, she was leading children's ministry. And so her answer was, I want to help make sure that kids don't go through what I went through. I want to make sure that they, you know, that they are given the tools to succeed in life. And her heart was awesome. Like it was genuinely a, I don't, I want better for them. And that's why I'm doing what I'm doing. And that's a great answer. Like, I think most of us would be like, yeah, that's what a great heart. And ultimately what the Lord brought out through pastor in that meeting was that while that's a great thought, what happens when pressure comes on that thought process? You know, like as we're talking about these lottery mentalities and drive through and arrival mentalities, Deb says, I remember, (laughs) you know, but truly what happens, you know, take me again, for example, with arrival mentality, I see it's wrong. Okay. I shouldn't be thinking this way, but then what happens like Take yesterday. I started running um, a couple weeks ago, and yesterday I pushed myself to run more than I had before. And about a little over halfway through, my flesh was done. Like my flesh was done. I was I was over it. And the thought popped in my head. Now this is an arrival mentality thought. The thought popped in my head. I've exercised today. I've given it a good a good whirl, and. 
I think it would be okay to stop now. That's an arrival mentality of you did something, something's better than nothing, you can stop. And so I, tr I went back to what's my why. You know, if I just went out there on this is a good idea to do, it would be really easy to stop. But the Lord's been talking to me lately about, no, this is important for you to do. So when my flesh was screaming, my why that I'd established before I even set outside was, God, I love you and I'm going to do this for you because I love you. And so when my flesh screamed, I got to my spirit man got to push back. And here's why the why has to be there because any other why other than Jesus, it's temporary. Yeah. Like it can, it can be moved, mm -hmm. you know, like I, um, it, even like if I was looking at natural feelings for my husband, like if I, if we got married just because man, you're cute. I love you. Let's get married, George. Then what happens in like 50 years when he doesn't look the same? What's my why what then? I didn't say when he's like this and he doesn't look the same. <laughs> But you know what I mean? Like yeah. that, that foundation wouldn't be solid. Yeah. The only why that will stand the test of pressure is because I love God. Yeah. Put that in the comments. The only why that will stand the test of pressure is because I love God. Mm -hmm. So when these, you know, when Buddy's talking about all these impurities coming to the surface, and stepping on our toes, we can make a decision like in the moment of, I will not think that way again. I will allow the Lord to transform my thoughts and I will, I will reflect him and woohoo. But here's the thing. The word tells us that the thief comes immediately to steal the seed of the word. Yeah. So if we're not, if our why has not been decided of, I love God, so I will allow him to change me. Mm -hmm. Then when the pressure comes, it's real easy for our flesh to be like, no, mm -hmm. I've done enough. I tried it. I'm good. I don't need to go any further. And that's flesh. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm just trying to think of a good way to say this. See, this, this is actually one of the things that's really, that especially this series has brought out in yeah. me. Because, I mean, let, let's be honest. You know, we're, talk, we're exposing a lot of deep things. Sure. And it's not the best feeling, <laughs> you know, when all these deep-rooted things are brought out and sure. exposed, you know. Um, and, and here, here, here's the, the greatest part, um, because we actually have a pastor who's willing to make us uncomfortable yeah. so that we can grow. Yeah. You know, I was going to say like, cause it might not be comfortable for you. And I was going to say, you know, like it probably doesn't feel nice. Yeah. And, and I know, especially for a pastor, you know, at, like his flesh w would, could try to say, well, this might make people uncomfortable and they might not want to hear that. But because he loves us, yeah. you know, because pastor loves us, he's going to like, he'll expose these things so that we can grow. And, and, and he, here, here's the thing. The Bible says God disciplines those he loves. Yep. And, you know, all discipline for the moment doesn't seem fun. Hebrews that, 12, 11. <laughs> yeah. Um, but here's the thing. If we never feel pressured right. or if we never, if our flesh never feels pressured, then we're actually not in a place of love. Yeah. Like, recognize that. If you're never challenged by your, by your pastor in his preaching, yeah. you know, which a lot of people, they, they want to you know, go to a church where they're never challenged and they're never challenged to grow. Right. That pastor doesn't actually love his congregation. Um, because, like, like this, is, this was exposing a lot in me in just, like, how I would minister to people. And it, does, it sounds weird, but with growth without change is impossible. Right. Uh, and, and, and change without actually recognizing that there needs to be a change is impossible. If I don't re recognize that there's a need to change, I'm not going to change. Right. And, and so when, when I encounter a moment where something is exposed in me or, like, I recognize something, this doesn't feel right in my flesh. I, I, that means that love is in operation for yeah. the most part. You know, not every time, but, but um, there's love in operation whenever my flesh feels that pressure because, um, because that's, you know, where the impurities are rising up. When and it's I have, coming from the word. Yeah, when yeah. it's coming from the word. Yeah, I was trying to figure out how to word that. Thank you. You're um, because when it's coming from the word and I feel that pressure on my flesh, now all of a sudden I have an opportunity to grow. And that's where the love is. Because I recognize that there's love. Yeah, that's pretty much <laughs> I was trying. I was trying to like wait until a moment came, but you know, that was it. You know, um, 
with, with love comes yeah. growth. With love comes moments that feel pressured, yeah. but growth comes, and that's because there's lo loves involved. Yeah. Well, and here's one of the things that I think is really awesome about this series is when we are given the opportunity. You know, pastor says often that God will never ask you for something without it being an opportunity for increase. We as a people, you know, you watching right now, even if this is your first video that you're ever watching, you're part of the What's Right family. Just because you chose to watch it, you decided to partner with this ministry. So here's what happens. God pours out a message like the one that we're in right now. Like I can, I can feel his presence as I'm talking right now not because of me, but because he's so good. God pours out a message like the one that we're in. Mm -hmm. And what he's doing is he's providing us as a people, us as a group, the opportunity to increase together. Mm -hmm. You know, the word that pastor, that the Lord gave pastor over this year is it's our year of increase. Yeah. It's our year of increase. Yeah. It's our year of increase. Mm -hmm. And so often what our flesh wants to do in any of the mentalities that we've talked about this week. <laughs> Our flesh would like to think that we're just talking about money. But here's the thing, God changes a spiritual root and when he changes a spiritual root, the physical fruit has to change too. So how is God increasing us as a people right now? He's saying, hey, your thinking may have been a little different, but there's a higher way of thinking. There's a higher realm that you can think yeah. in. God's thoughts are can be your thoughts. His ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts, but he's told us in the word that we can share them, that the Holy Spirit that we've been given as a gift will go in and reveal the hidden promises that God has. And so God's saying, you can increase in your thinking and I want you to. He's changing a spiritual root. And what's going to happen when we as a people choose to do this together? What it tells us in Psalms, where there's unity, God sends a commanded blessing. So as a people, as a what's right family, if you're partnering with this ministry just by watching it and being involved and drawing on it by faith and sowing and watching daily, sharing the broadcast, then what you're doing is you are setting yourself up to receive the commanded yeah. blessing yeah. that God is sending for his people and he's sending it starting now. Mm -hmm. Let's change our thinking on it. Let's change our thinking on what it looks like. Let's change our thinking on how it can come. Let's change the root so that the fruit can be fruit of God, yeah. heavenly fruit, big, awesome, anointed things only God can do. But first he has to create a foundation inside yeah. of us yeah. that can sustain the increase. Yeah. He won't just hand increase with thinking that it's going to be wasted. He needs a foundation there for it. I don't want to have a net that's broken when the increase comes. Yeah. Put that in the comments too. My net will not break when God sends the increase. Yeah. My net will not break when God sends the increase. And that's mm -hmm. starting now. Um, Kevin, can you hand me the whiteboard and a marker? Um, one of the one of the things that that kind of has come to me. Uh, Could you tell that the anointing shifted like as yeah. we got? That's awesome. Mm -hmm. God's good. God is good. So, you know, the mindset on the flesh is death. The mindset on the spirit is life and yeah. peace. Uh, that's in Romans five, I believe, or seven or eight, or somewhere around there. Um, <laughs> But here, here, here's the thing, and this is this is a teaching. We'll we'll put a card in in here later yeah. on uh, the three parts of man. Yeah. Um, but that's a beautiful triangle. So <laughs> this is so just to kind of like help really drive this in. Yeah. When see when we change the way we think. So I'm just gonna put here. Uh, I'm writing upside down, so we'll see how that goes. Um, <laughs> is that? facing the right way? Is that the right S? Yes. Cool. Um, <laughs> I, I've never written upside down before. All right, so you got your bot, your flesh, that, my flesh man. Yeah. You got your spirit, that's who I am, and you have your soul, which is yeah. your mind, your will, and your emotions. And what we're talking about, you know, the mindset. So the mindset on the flesh or the body, I'll just make that an F for flesh. That's, that's death. The mindset on the spirit is life and peace. Wait, wait, wait. No, I did this wrong. So this is spirit. This is soul. So spirit, soul, body. All right? And, you know, 
if we want to grow, th put, uh, I know Priscilla put in the comments and you were saying it, this is my year yeah. for increase. Yeah. This is my year for increase. Where does increase come? It comes when we, when we set our mind on the spirit. That's yeah. where life, uh, life to the full till it overflows, yeah. abundance increase that comes when we set our mind on the spirit. When we set our mind in the flesh, which all these stinking thinkings are, yeah. that, that, what is, what, where does the, that come from? It comes from the flesh. So it comes when our flesh is feeding our, our mind these thoughts of, it's really about me. This, you know, one day, you know, it's about me. One day I'll get it. You know, we're not actually thinking according to the Bible. We're thinking what the flesh is. And here's the reality. Because we have a fleshly nature that wants to do its own thing. So our flesh is feeding our soul uh, certain thoughts. Our spirit is feeding our soul thoughts. Yeah. You know, and th this is where you see Paul talking about in Romans 7, you know, I know the good I ought to do and yada, 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 but I don't do it. That, what he's saying is there's a flesh feeding my mind. Right. The, the part of me, you know, this, I find that there's this sin nature within me. That's what he's talking about. It, but, but there's also a part of me that wants to do what's right. And so... What we, so as we're maturing in the things of God, as we're growing in the things of God, what we need to do, and, and this is in uh, Romans, I believe it's Romans 8.13, where it says, actively putting to death the deeds of the flesh. You know, uh, what we're, that, how do we do that? By changing the thoughts that we dwell yeah. on, changing the way we think, you know, renewing your mind, Romans 12.2. As I'm renewing my mind, I'm, how do I renew my mind? I focus on what God is saying. Yeah. What does the word say? How does the word tell me to think? And as I do that, because again, increase cannot happen when our mind is set on the flesh. Right. When our mind is stuck in these bad mentalities, we will not find increase. So it's like, well, pastor's been talking about increase. Why are we talking about thinking now? Because if we still are dwelling That's on good. these thoughts, we cannot increase yeah. because our mind is stuck in the flesh. Yep. And so as we're putting to death the deeds of the flesh, our thinking changes, our mindsets change, and now we're actually able to increase because it changes our hearts, it yeah. changes the soil within us. It, it, we begin to actually understand what our why is. Our why is because we love God. Yeah. And so, so yes, our flesh is going to try to feed our, our, our soul, our mind, our will, our emotions. Our flesh might try to make us emotional at times. Yeah. But... I'm going to choose to dwell in the Spirit. I recognize that even though my flesh wants me to have some stinking thinking, it might even be trying to put some thoughts in. I'm going to choose today, you know, hold my thoughts captive and make them obey Christ. Yeah. You know, that's I'm choosing to dwell in the Spirit. I'm choosing to subject the flesh. And when I do that, all of my life just starts to go up. Yeah. It just goes up and up and up because I'm dwelling on what the Word says. I'm thinking God thoughts. I'm just... I, I'm setting my heart on the reality that I just love God. Yeah. When I do that, I go up. Well, and what's God's why? Mm -hmm. God's why is you. Yeah. You're his why. Like, let that sink in. God created everything. He created the heavens and the yeah. earth. You know, he, he has everything he could want, and yet he wanted you. Yeah. You're his why. Yeah. You're why he sent Jesus. Like, I, th I think so often we just think God wants us to have this checklist life and just do good because he says it. But the reality is you're his why. Yeah. He sent Jesus for you. He wants you. He wants you blessed. He wants you increased. He wants you free. Yeah. He wants you to live in abundance in every single way you can have abundance. He's the God who searches for every single spiritual loophole to get yeah. his goodness to you. Yeah. That's the God that we serve. Yeah. And so when we listen to these, it's, I think it's really easy for the flesh because the flesh tries to be the loudest part. It's the whiniest part. Yeah. And so when we hear it, it's, well, who does pastor think that he is saying all this stuff? And I don't like listening to this. I'm going to cut it off. And you know what, all the stuff that the flesh would like to think, or I've done okay in this. I don't need to keep going. Yeah. It's not pastor. It's yeah. not me and buddy. It has yeah. nothing to do with who you're seeing. And it has everything to do with who we're serving. Because the reality is God has made us, you included. Yeah. He's made us ministers of reconciliation. He's reconciled the world back to himself. Mm -hmm. He's made it so that we are in equal standing with Jesus. We have the ability to do 
everything that Jesus did and greater works. What did Jesus do? He lived free. In his mind, he was free. It's not that the temptation didn't come, but that goes to what pastor says, the quote that Kenneth Hagin used to say, you know, um, you can't control whether a bird flies over your head, but you can control whether or not it makes a nest in your hair. You know, these thoughts will likely try and come up again because the enemy's stupid and he tries to plant seeds to see if we'll fall for them. So the thought may come at some point in time past today of, oh, can I just be done with this faith project now? Like, I got, I want this and I want it this way, or today is my day, you know, today is my day, whatever, all that good stuff that our flesh will try and say, those thoughts may come, but you have the overcomer inside of you. The part of the flesh that feels like it's hard and it's challenging, that's the flesh trying to convince you that you're not who you are. God has already decided that you're an overcomer. He already decided it when you made Jesus your Lord and Savior, you became one with the overcomer. Jesus overcame the world and so can you. And you can overcome these stinking thinkings. You may not be where you'd like to be right now, but you are further along now than you've ever been before simply because you've been hearing these teachings. And tomorrow you're going to be even further along as you give yourself to it. It's a process. But when we as a body, we as a group decide together, no, we're going after God. No matter what it feels like, no matter what it looks like, no matter what it sounds like, we're going after him. We're going to put our flesh down. We're going to, we're going to purpose ourselves to think like God thinks and, and talk like God talks and act like God acts. Even if we stumble and fall, we're going to get right back up. It tells us in Psalms, Proverbs, it's in one of them that if, you know, the righteous man may fall, but he gets back up. He gets back up. You may have a miss in this from this point onward, just because we have a corrupted flesh, but get back up. Get back up. Don't quit. Don't quit. Don't let the enemy convince you that you're something that you're not. You're an overcomer. You have the mind of Christ. You have his spirit dwelling on the inside of you. The spirit that raised Christ from the dead. He's alive in you and you can do the things that he did, including putting this down. Amen. Yeah, Amen. See, as we're, as we're going through, through some of the stuff, like, like I, I can just like hear, you know, the the enemy honestly yeah. telling people on it you know what you can't really put that down that you yeah. thought this way so long or or you know your your flesh is pretty strong you know how how or or the the thought how am i ever going to get this mentality right you know like how can i ever do that just like you were saying you know god god will give you the grace to do this yeah. if god gives a command you know to think this way if god if god you know in his word says don't think this way, think this way. Right. Dwell on these thoughts. And, and we think, how in the world can I ever do that? How can I ever st- change that whole mindset? Yeah. Here's the reality. God's not going to give you a command without giving you the grace, right. w- without the grace being within reach for you to actually carry it out. Right. So a- as we're talking through these things, recognize that, that as these, these mentalities are being exposed and brought up, and as, as the enemy is going to try, or your flesh is going to try to come in and be like, Oh, man, we thought this way for so long. How are we ever? No. Recognize as this is coming up, the grace is being provided for you to go up. The grace is right there within reach to, to be able to think this way. The grace is there. So, yeah. so all we have to do is just take a hold of it. Yeah. And say, by faith, God, I take a hold of that grace right now in the name of Jesus. Thank you that you are thank empowering you. me yeah. to think this way. Let, let's just pray that. God, thank, thank you, you that you are empowering thank us you, to think this way. Father, thank you that thank your you, grace God. is sufficient. Thank God, you, that where we might be weak, yeah. you bring strength. Yeah. You empower us, thank God, you, God. To, to go higher. You empower us to change the way we think. Thank you, God. God, as we, God you are the one who, who renews our mind. Yeah. Father, so we, out of love for Thank you, you we take a hold of that grace today. Yeah. We take a hold of that grace, even right now, Father, Thank you, to Lord. think, to change the way we think, to yeah. think the way you want us to think. Thank God, you. renew our minds today. Thank you. Renew our minds, change the way we think. Thank you. God, we thank you, Lord. That as we change the way we think, we're going up. Thank you. We're God. going up. This is our year for increase yeah, in Jesus' you. name. And we thank you for it. Thank, thank you, Lord, that this isn't unreachable. Yeah. All things are possible. Thank you, God. To him who believes. Thank you for it. Thank in you, Jesus' God. name. Yeah. Thank you. And, you know, I, I, 
I don't think that there's a whole lot more for us to share, but as we were praying, what came up to me, you know, neither, <laughs> neither pastor nor I are pastor Brian or, or buddy or I are pastor Brian, you know, we're not him, yeah. but I think one of the reasons why the Lord had us do this today is because we're, you know, we're like you, we're not at this point called into the fivefold ministry. You know, God hasn't separated us in that way. We're, we're here. We're in the same position. You are hearing these mentalities. We're experiencing the same mm-hmm. sort of pressure on our flesh, the yeah. same sort of Lord, I need your help with this. But here's the thing. We believe in you. We believe in you and the enemy loves, he's, he's a jerk. He loves to make us feel like we're by ourselves. Mm-hmm. Well, Barrett and Buddy, you know, look, they've got this together. No, you've heard both of us just say multiple times that, that the Lord is exposing things mm-hmm. inside of us that we need to grow in. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. We're in your corner. We're in your corner. You've got Jesus, but you also have people here who love you, who believe in you, and who are excited to see you grow. We pray for you daily here on the broadcast. You're not alone in this. You're not by yourself. We pray for you. We believe in you. And when we find out that God has moved in your life, we rejoice with you. So that thought that could try to be there of, well, it's just me and God. No, you've got a people. You are you have a people, you have a company, you know, if you're a partner with the what's right ministry, as we, as we're wrapping up, if you want to sow great, you don't have to, it's up to you be led by God. But as you partner with the ministry, whether it's with your finances, whether it's with your time, just by watching this, you are becoming a part of the company of what's right ministries and what's right ministries. We're going up in the things of God. We're not content to stay where we were. We're going higher and we want you to be part of the people that go higher with us. We are not saying that we've arrived, but we are growing. Just like Buddy just said, we're going higher. And we want you to be a part of those people too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Uh, Hebrews 11, 1 and 2, or 12, 1 and 2. Mm -hmm. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses. Yeah. You know, like you were just saying, we're in your corner. You're surrounded by people. You're not just surrounded by people. You're surrounded by heavenly hosts. Yeah. You're surrounded by the spirit that's within you, yeah. you know, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. You're, like, you're surrounded you're like, you're by, by warriors, by winners, by yeah. overcomers, by victors. Now that's like, and, and so you're not alone. I feel like that's a mentality that yeah. we're like a loner mentality. Yeah. Like it's just me. That's like no one. one else knows what we're, no, the Bible actually says in First uh, Corinthians 10, 13, it says, you know, that there's no temptation that's not common to mankind. That means what you're going through there's other people that are that, yeah. that have experienced that same thing. The yeah. devil has nothing. There's nothing new under the sun. Nope. And the devil can't actually do anything outside of what's common to mankind. He can't create new things. Yeah. Because he, he's not a creator. He can't create new things. So, um, but, but, you know, we're surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses. And it says, because of that, let us throw off everything that hinders. Let's throw off the mentalities. Let's, let's throw off, you know, the, the mindsets. Let's throw these things off and the sin that so easily entangles. And let us run with perseverance the race marked yeah. before us, fixing our eyes on Jesus. That's, that's, the, that's the shift. Yeah. That's the why. That's the heart. Fixing our eyes on Jesus, who is the author and finisher of our faith. Yeah. He's the one. He's the one that can change our mentalities. He's yeah. the one that can change it all. But it's, it's whenever I throw off everything, recognize I'm not alone, and then I'm able to look at him and everything changes. Yeah. And so today, as we are wrapping up, if you feel led to sow, then sow. That's awesome. You don't have to. This broadcast is free for everybody who's watching. And today in particular, you know, this is a message for the people. It's for you. It's for you. It's for us. This is God encouraging his people saying, you can do this. You can do this. You got this. You can do this. That's the voice of God. You've got this because he's got this and you're in him and he's in you. And so today, 
as we're finishing, if you feel led to sow, then sow. You know, the, God speaks to his people about sowing. And here's why we bring it up is because when you sow, you are actively partnering. It's like you can't buy a word from God, but you can invest your seed into the word of God. You know, you can say, Lord, this word is important to me. I receive from it today. <laughs> I believe that there's a new realm of freedom. And because of what you've done for me, I will invest myself in you. Lord, let this seed represent me. It represents my time. It represents my job. It represents my livelihood, but you're bigger and I'm going to invest myself in you in that way. And when you do that, you become a partner with him in a different way. It's, it's not that you, he doesn't love you before, but when you open that door for him, he's able to then legally get his goodness into you in the realm of finances. So as we put giving up, you know, you can go to give BC, no, sorry, that was our boomerang one. You can go to give www.org. You can do, you know, Bitcoin, all the good stuff. Mm -hmm. Go for it. Cash app. <laughs> you can get cash tag give www. We got comment. On Facebook, if you're on Facebook, you can comment hashtag donate and yeah. the amount. Don't actually type in hashtag donate and the amount yeah. in quotes because I actually did that before and it actually gave a donation. That's and true. I'm like, well, I don't know what the heck I gave, but you know, I had a purpose in my heart. Real quick, um, you can text to give. Uh, we got it right there. We yeah. got PayPal. You got Bitcoin, that, which is all in the uh, live stream description. Yeah. Um, those are all the ways. Amen. So if you want to sow, sow. We open that up to you. Just be led by God. That's all yeah. we ask. And be obedient. Yeah. And so, Father, thank you. Thank you for this day. Thank you, God, for every life represented on this broadcast today. Thank you for encouraging your people. Lord, thank you. Thank you for encouraging your people. Yeah. God, thank you. You believe in us because you believe in Jesus. Jesus, thank you for empowering us today in a brand new way. Jesus, thank you. Thank you that today we're going higher with you. Today we're letting you transform us from the inside out. Today we yield ourselves to you. And Lord, as we sow, as every person who sows, whether it's now or in the future, Lord, we ask that that seed be blessed. Yes. Bless it, God. Bless the seed. Bless those lives. Bless those families that the seed represents. Let it be quickly returned to the sower. Lord, let the seed be pressed down, shaken together, and running over. <laughs> May it return back to them quickly, God. Yes. Quickly, yes. quickly, 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 quick return on that seed. In Jesus' mighty name, Lord, we thank you for it. We place expectation on it. We thank you, God. You are the God of a quick return, <laughs> and we praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. As we hand this over to Marky, we just thank you for being on with us tomorrow. Pastor Ryan should be back, and we're talking about... Entitlement mentality. Oh, <laughs> yep, we're talking about that tomorrow. We'll be back. Then we're going to hand it over to Marky. But we love you. We love you. If you need encouragement, if you just want people to let you know we're standing with you, we believe in you, then you can comment down on YouTube. You can send us a, mas uh, a message. You can send us a message, a message on Facebook. You can go to our website, um, whatsright.com, and send us a message on there. We want to be standing with you because you're not alone. You have a company of people, and we love you. Marky? Hey, wow, that was quick. It was boom. Hey, here I am. Thank you for joining us today. I have a couple of exciting pieces of information for you. Oh, first, if you haven't liked this broadcast, right below somewhere here, you can go down and press like. If you have not subscribed to our channel, you can go subscribe to our channel. And if you enjoyed the broadcast today, make sure that you share. Share it with your friends, send the link. You can even share the link on Facebook to reach it on Facebook too, which is awesome. But anyway, quick announcement, exciting, super exciting. Tonight at 10 p.m., Pastor Brian is going to be on a radio show. We have the link in the description if you will go there and click it. 
Um, he's going to be talking basically about the state that the world is in and during the pandemic, how to walk in God's fullness, how to walk in abundance, even in your finances. And if you would like to see that, make sure to, uh, you can get it in the description below in the video. It's going to be awesome. And I mean, you send a link to your friends too. And also in a week and a half, we're going to be having an Easter celebration here in Albemarle. If you've never been here, the address is on the bottom right there. Um, so April 4th is Easter. We're going to be celebrating. We will be having free family pictures. We're going to be having a photo booth for you guys. And you can dress up all nice and stuff and get your family pictures and like, Give them to people and be like, hey, here's a picture of me. I hope you like it. And then we're going to be having an Easter egg hunt for all the kids, too. They can, like, go run and, like, get all their energy out. Do you want your kids to have their energy out so you can have a nice Easter nap? Then come and let them run and, and, and get their Easter eggs and then have a nice nap after that. So it's going to be a great day. Thank you again for joining us. And like they said, make sure you come back each day recent, or like for the next period of time because each day we're going to be talking about different types of stinking thinking, different types of mentalities that have held us back. And by going through these, we are moving forward and beyond where we've been before. Thank you so much for joining us today. We'll see you tomorrow.